This is Lawyer to Lawyer with J. Craig Williams and Robert Ambrogi, two of the top web bloggers in the legal profession. And yes, they are attorneys. One from California and one from Massachusetts. Squaring off on legal news and legal observations. Lawyer to Lawyer is sponsored by Law.com, right here on the Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Legal Talk Network. We're glad you could listen today to Lawyer to Lawyer, our first program for the year 2008. This is Bob Ambrogi from Massachusetts. And this is Craig Williams from Southern California. I write a legal blog called May It Please the Court. I'd like to wish everyone a happy new year. Welcome back to another year of Lawyer to Lawyer. And especially happy new year to all of our lawyers and to you too, Bob. Well, thank you, and Happy New Year to uh, you and our listeners as well. And uh, I'm here because I write a blog called Law Sites and uh, another blog called Media Law. And uh, and what a year it was. Uh, uh, the headlines dealt with tragedy and scandal on all fronts, from the Virginia Tech shootings to the arrest of Michael Vick on dogfighting charges, uh, from Congress's battle with President Bush over funding the war in Iraq to the trapped Utah miners, from steroids in baseball to the death of Anna Nicole. Uh, what a year it was indeed. Uh, today we're devoting our discussion to looking back at uh, some of the predictions we made a year ago about 2007, and uh, we're going to try and talk about some predictions for what's going to be coming ahead in 2008. Well, this is our third annual prediction show. The last two years, we've engaged a lawyer here in uh, Southern California to help us out with him. And uh, we're making our predictions for the year ahead, looking back and looking ahead. So today, we'd like to welcome uh, our guest, Attorney Stephen L. Kaplan, who is a featured guest on our uh, last two prediction shows. Uh, Stephen is a partner in the Orange County, California office of Hicks, Mims, Kaplan, and Burns. He's been practicing in Southern California since 1986. He concentrates his practice in business in probate litigation. Over the past three years, he's uh, obtained judgments in excess of $10 million. Uh, Attorney Kaplan has been making his annual predictions in legal and general news for several years now via an email newsletter, and uh, he's had a fair level of accuracy. So today we'll talk with Stephen about his mastering the art of prediction and uh, what he has to predict for the year 2008. So welcome to the show, Stephen. Well, thank you for having me back again. Well, Steve, you're definitely a returning guest, as we've noted, but uh, why don't you give us a little background on how you got into uh, prognosticating? Well, it all started kind of as a, a, as a lark, uh, I had some, uh, during, uh, during the last presidential season, uh, I had some friends who were uh, very active, both on the Democratic and Republican side, and they were exchanging emails back and forth about who was going to win, who was going to lose, and I decided to put my two cents in. And uh, then I was getting so many responses from it. Uh, you know how viral email can be and, and posting things on electronic bulletin boards. Uh, that I decided to do something slightly more formal and actually send out a, uh, a list of top 20 predictions. And uh, just to make sure that I was being honest about it, I thought, well, gee, you know, at the end of the year, I'll go ahead and look back at the old list and, and recap what was right and what was wrong, and then send out a new list and see if I could do a little bit better. So I started doing that a while back, and uh, the responses that I get to this is just overwhelming. So I just keep on doing it. Well, Steve, uh, let's talk about uh, your predictions for 2007 before we start talking about next year. And uh, 
What do you think? How did you do? Uh, I did, not to toot my corn too much, but I did, uh, I did very well in 2007. It was actually my best year of predictions by far. I seem to be better at predicting things involving uh, the stock market and economics than I am on other topics, but it turned out very interesting, and, and, uh, and we'll see if I'll be able to do the same thing in 2008. Well, what were some of those? Uh, one thing I remember is that you predicted that uh, uh, oil prices were going to go up above seventy dollars a barrel. Well, that certainly turned out to be to be correct. <laughs> I think uh, yesterday it actually hit a hundred dollars a barrel briefly. Yeah, uh, much to the chagrin of many people. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you got to be careful what you wish for because when things start getting that expensive, you have to wonder if it's going to push us into a recession, and uh, that's actually not to jump ahead, but that's kind of one of my predictions for 2008. Unfortunately, uh, that 2008 is going to be a year of recession. Well, let's let's take a look at some of the uh, predictions that you hit right on the head. Um, you predicted last year that housing prices would decline by more than 7%. Uh, yes, and unfortunately, I was right about that. Uh, here in uh, uh, the particular neck of the woods where uh, Craig and I are, uh, what we're seeing is uh, the high-end housing prices seem to be holding their own, although nothing much is selling, but everything below that is just collapsing. And In fact, uh, part of my practice is uh, I spend a lot of time in probate court uh, waiting to be sent out to trial, and while I'm waiting my turn, uh, the judges actually are up on the bench conducting auctions of properties in probate. And... About a year ago, if you were sitting out in the gallery, there would maybe be three, four dozen people auctioning on any given property. And when you go to court today, uh, you're lucky if anybody shows up. And uh, it became apparent to me about 18 months ago, sitting in court, that something was going on, and it wasn't you know, good for the real estate market because those huge crowds that we were getting at probate auctions, they were no longer showing up. And uh, it started to reflect that in the price of real estate in 2007. And, uh, and here we are, you know, real estate is slowing down. And it seems to be slowing down across the country as well. You also, uh, something else you predicted uh, uh, that uh, proved to be maybe even bigger than you might have realized was that Apple would release a cell phone in 2007. Well, that was probably the most important of all the predictions. Uh, got that one right, but, you know... The writing was really on the wall at the end of 2006, so that was kind of, uh, uh, I made the prediction, but, uh, you know, it was easy to do. No, no real clairvoyance. There, yeah, really. it was, that's, that's the point. It wasn't really all that clairvoyant. The writing was really on the wall for that one. Well, you did predict that Steve Jobs would be indicted in 2007. Yeah, well, you know, you can't win them all. Uh, and that Fidel Castro would die in 2007, another one that... As far as we can tell, has not yet happened. Yeah, you never know. He could be dead for all we know. We, he could be. It's really hard to tell. So, but I still graded myself an F on that. Uh, you know, the problem with these old tyrants is they just never die. They stick around forever. You talk about Steve Jobs or Fidel Castro there. You know, Steve Jobs. <laughs> I, I just, uh, you know, I just underestimated the extent of of his popularity because I just have a feeling that if it was anybody else but Steve Jobs, you know, there would have been. Uh, there would have been more legal activity happening, but because he is who he is, 
I think he got a pass. But good for him. I'm happy for him. There were some, you know, backdating scandal options floating around uh, Apple last year, but it seems to have really hit brocade communications more than anything else. Yeah, that would be an interesting appeal, too. All those Justice Department lawyers wanted iPhones. That's what it came down to. Yeah, very well could have. So how did you do on the Oscars? You know, I should I should be a member of the Academy. I got that one totally right. Uh, I thought Al Gore would win an Oscar for An Inconvenient Truth, uh, which he did. I wish I predicted that I would have gotten a Nobel Prize. I didn't think about that one. That would have been a lot of fun. And uh, Martin Scorsese, of course, won the Oscar for directing The Departed, so we got that one right, too. So I, I'm better with popular trivia, it looks like, than uh, predicting what's going to happen in the legal profession and predicting what's going to happen to world leaders. So uh, this year... 2008, I didn't make any of those predictions because I don't seem to be good at any of them. Well, you did predict some world things like violence in Palestine between the PLO and Hamas increased in 2007, which happened. You you predicted the EU was going to continue to reject Turkey, and that happened, and you scored another one on business, actually a couple of ones on business, but uh, predicting a Toyota is going to be the world's biggest automaker, you hit all of those. Uh, yep, got those, got those right. So... Uh... What do you know? Luck is better than skill. What do you think the, uh, before we get into the predictions for 2008, because I don't think you predicted this one, but let's, uh, what do you think is going to be the big legal story of 2008? That's a good question. I haven't really given that any thought. I suppose, I mean, if you take a look at the, uh, uh, what's on the docket for the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, it looks like they're going to be ruling on uh, the gun ban in Washington, D.C., and, you know, whether or not uh, it violates the U.S. Constitution. So I suppose that may be the biggest story of 2008. I made some smaller predictions uh, about who President Bush was going to pardon, but uh, those are mostly for fun, and I suppose, you know, when the Supreme Court speaks, that that's more important. But one of the predictions I made for 2008 was uh, that uh, President Bush was going to pardon uh, Scooter Libby. I know that he already commuted his sentence, but, uh, you know, when the presidents, just before they go out of office and after the November elections, they tend to be a little bit more generous with who they pardon since there's no real downside to them. You know, Bill Clinton, at the end of his administration, uh, made some controversial pardons. And I think President Bush, uh, he's kind of a loyal guy, and he's going to, uh, go ahead and give uh, Scooter Libby a pardon. And I also think that there's a good chance that uh, uh, whether or not uh, a trial occurs or not, that Tom DeLay uh, might get a pardon. I understand that Tom had a victory uh, in the Texas Supreme Court where they threw out some conspiracy charges against him, but that there's still some remaining charges to be tried. I'm not too sure if there's a trial date set for it or not. But it seems to me that before President Bush leaves office, uh, he's going to uh, uh, be uh, pardoning some people, and it's likely to be Tom DeLay and Scooter Libby and who else, I'm not too sure of, but those two, I think, are going to get pardoned. Well, it's interesting because pardons are already becoming an issue in the uh, campaign for the, the next president with uh, with Mike Huckabee making an issue out of Mitt Romney's uh, refusal to grant a pardon to somebody who uh, shot somebody with a BB gun when he was 13 years old, and that was his only crime. 
Uh, are you uh, ready to make predictions about uh, uh, what's going to happen? Uh, who's going to be? Who are going to be the candidates? Uh, and uh, who's going to win? Well, I didn't predict who's going to win, but I. Uh, what the heck? I'll do that on air. Why not? <laughs> uh, but I did make some predictions about who was going to be the nominee, and I. I uh, so far, it looks pretty good. Uh, I think that because of Oprah, uh, I think the. Democratic presidential nominee is actually going to be Barack Obama. And of course, yesterday uh, he scored a big victory in Iowa, and uh, that should give him a lot of momentum going into the other uh, primaries. Um, I just think that Oprah, you know, you laugh at some of the things that are pop- popular in, in culture, but uh, this woman has a tremendous following, uh, real magnetism, and I pretty much think that whoever she gets behind is got to be considered a serious contender, not only for the nomination, uh, but for the big, the big time, you know, to be president of the United States. So I think Barack Obama is actually going to uh, uh, pull this one out and be the Democratic nominee. Well, and not to minimize Obama's uh, charisma on his own. I mean, if I watched his speech last night, and I was quite impressed. What would you think of a Obama Clinton ticket? Uh, I. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know because, you know, when these guys sit down and try to figure out, well, who are we going to put in that number two slot, uh, there's so many considerations about swing states. And, you know, if I put this person on my ticket, maybe I can pick up this state, which uh, which I might not be able to pick up otherwise. And I just don't – I my, my inclination is that a combination of Barack and Hillary uh, won't pick up those additional states that he's going to need to win the presidency. So I tend to think it's going to be somebody else, maybe uh, one of the governors from somewhere in the Southwest, maybe Bill Richardson, for instance. Uh, But I don't think it's going to be Hillary. I think that uh, their bases are too too close to each other uh, to put them on the same ticket. But on the other hand, you know, there seems to be a trend in both parties to put the number one and number two candidates uh, in every in any given uh, uh, election on the same ticket, so maybe it will, but I tend to think not. I think uh, um, this is not going to be Hillary's time, and you know, if Barack doesn't win it, I'm sure she's going to be back running again. Steve, you've gone on record as predicting that Mike Huckabee will not be the Republican candidate, so uh, who do you predict will be? It was so tough predicting the Republican field that I didn't actually put it in my top 20 predictions list that I circulated this year. I think that, uh, believe it or not, I think McCain, who everybody wrote off, has a real shot at winning this thing. Uh, I also could see Giuliani still winning it, even though he didn't participate in the uh, uh, in the Iowa caucuses. I think in the Republican Party, and, and to some extent in the Democratic Party, as the fields narrow and as other candidates drop out, you're going to see that... Uh, the splitting of the votes that's happening now, uh, those split votes are going to consolidate behind one candidate or another. So, for instance, Mike Huckabee tends to have about 20% of the Republican Party as his base, uh, no matter who he's running against. But as uh, the other candidates who are splitting the Republican field uh, get out of the race, I'm not too sure if he's going to be able to attract uh, those votes. And I think they're going to gravitate more to the other guy, whoever the other guy is. 
So, for instance, if, uh, if it comes down to a race between uh, Mitt Romney and, uh, and Huckabee or um, McCain or Huckabee, I don't think that Huckabee can pick up enough of the other guy's votes to actually win the nomination. But, you know, I watched his speech uh, last night, and you have to be impressed with... Um, he's, he's got some sort of, of charm that radiates even on the television that I think people could connect to, and it kind of reminded me a little bit of Bill Clinton and a little bit of, of Ronald Reagan. And, you know, if that kind of charisma projects, uh, you have to think that he's going to be a serious, a serious candidate. But I just don't think he's going to be able to pull it off this year. It took Reagan a couple of shots before he was able to pull it off, and I don't think this is going to be Huckabee's year. Well, you said you'd go out on the limb and predict who's going to win it overall. What do you say about that one? I am going to go with uh, the unnamed Republican nominee. Uh, I think it's probably going to be McCain, but I'm not too sure. But I think, the, I think that is when it comes down to Barack versus the other guy, that uh, the Republican Party is going to coalesce behind the other guy and start attacking Barack's lack of experience. Uh, you know, Nixon tried to do the same thing uh, against Kennedy, and it didn't work for Nixon. But I think that uh, the Republican nominee is going to be more telegenic and look better on TV than Richard Nixon did. So I think I think they'll be able to pull it out. It's obvious again that you know the country for the last ten years has been almost evenly divided on every conceivable issue that there is, and I have no reason to believe that the uh, coming presidential race is gonna, not going to be a very close one again. Um, but I think the Republicans are going to end up, much to the consternation of the Democratic Party, to once again squeak by, you know, maybe not even carry the popular vote again, maybe just carry the Electoral College. Well, it's time for us to take a short break. Uh, we will be back with Attorney Steve Kaplan, who's a part-time seer and full-time attorney, shortly. We invite you to visit Law.com for timely legal news and in-depth resources. From daily headlines to practice-specific updates, Law.com provides up-to-date information to those working in the legal profession. As part of its coverage, Law.com is proud that J. Craig Williams' blog, May It Please the Court, and Robert Ambrogi's blog, Law Sites, are part of its blog network. Don't wait any longer. Visit Law.com today and get free subscriptions of our Newswire newsletter with the top legal stories of the day. Or sign up for a free trial subscription to one of our Practice Center sections. If you found us in the podcast library of iTunes, thanks for listening. Check out some of our other shows at LegalTalkNetwork.com and become a member. It's free. Did you know that Legal Talk Network shows are also available as CLE? Visit Law.com's CLE Center at www.clecenter.com. That's clecenter.com to enjoy listening and get CLE credit for your continuing legal education. A video settlement documentary can be the most powerful and persuasive way to bring about a speedy settlement in your client's case. The Boston Media Group has a staff of television professionals with 20 years' experience writing and producing compelling stories just like the ones you've seen on 60 Minutes or Dateline. 
We put a human face on the lawsuit with compelling interviews, dramatizations, and visual presentations of the fact. Think of it as a video opening argument that will compel the attorneys on the other side to settle. Call us for a consult at 800-317-5221. That's 800-317-5221. Or check out our website at bostonmediagroup.com. Welcome back to Lawyer to Lawyer on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Craig Williams. And this is Bob Ambrogi. We're talking with attorney Steve Kaplan, who uh, has a sideline of predicting the future, or at least uh, offering predictions for the year to come. And uh, we're Steve has just told us that he thinks the uh, Republicans are going to take the uh, take the White House uh, in 2008. I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but uh, let's talk about some of his other predictions for next year. And outside the area of politics, uh, you said you did pretty well on the economy. So, what are you predicting for uh, the economy in 2008? Uh, well, I hate to uh, I hate to be a downer, but I actually think we're in a recession right now, and that. Uh, it's going to become clear in 2008 that we are in that recession. And because of that, the Federal Reserve is going to be uh, cutting interest rates throughout 2008. And uh, as part of that recession, of course, I think that there's going to be a continued decline in housing prices. I mean, obviously, that's, uh, that's not too much of a prediction. I think most everybody is predicting that housing prices are going to go down in 2008. And I think it will probably go down another... Uh, well, I predicted it will go down by more than 7%, but I can easily see it going down by, uh, you know, 12 13% uh, on top of the 7-plus percent that we've already had. And uh, especially here in California, there's so many people who in one way or the other are tied up uh, with real estate and construction and, and insurance related to it and loans related to it that there's a real multiplier effect that's caused by uh, a slowdown in the price of real estate and a decline in the number of homes being sold. And it's the sort of thing that it's, uh, I think the multiplier effect of that is just going to hurt us very badly. You're going to see the state of California, we're already doing it, uh, cutting spending, which always seemed to me to be an odd thing. You know, you think when you're going to recession that you'd want the government actually to prime the pump and spend a little bit more money, uh, Instead of you know priming the pump when the economy is booming and inflating everything, but I think that's what we're going to see is that government spending in California is going to have to decrease because they're not going to have the revenues. Uh, we're going to see an increase of unemployment because of all the people who are involved in the real estate industry. Uh, business is not going to be good for them, and uh, all these things are going to combine and multiply and unfortunately throw us into a recession. Uh, the Federal Reserve is going to have to cut interest rates because of that. It's also going to have interesting repercussions, I think, for whoever the next president is, uh, because they're going to have some uh, uh, they're going to have some choices to make on on uh, how they're going to spend money and how what their tax policy is going to be uh, to keep the recession short. I won't be surprised who uh, if we see large tax cuts, whoever the next uh, president is. To kind of get the economy going and get us out of, the, uh, of a recession, um, but unfortunately, I think that's where we're going. I think we're heading to a recession. It's interesting you say that. I attended some uh, economist luncheons, and uh, uniformly, the economists say that we're not 
technically in a recession. People tend to think that we are, and the only way that we're ultimately going to end up in a recession is if we talk ourselves into it. Yeah, you know, I've heard, I've heard that before. You know, you guys probably heard the old joke that it's a, uh, uh, it's a recession when your neighbor's out of a job and it's a depression when you're out of a job. And uh, it's interesting that, you know, economists have a particular definition for what a recession is. I think it has to be two or three quarters of, of little or no growth of the economy. But I think as a practical effect, especially here in Southern California, uh, there's so many people who are, in one way or the other, uh, involved in the real estate business, and those were good-paying jobs for a lot of years. And all all of a sudden, these poor people, you know, if they're certainly out there making less money, and maybe are even unemployed. And uh, a lot of them have these horrific mortgages uh, on their personal real estate on their homes. And I think that unfortunately, it's going to end badly. It is ending badly, and I just don't think it's a matter of psychology. I mean, you could say, you know, if we all have a sunny, happy disposition, the world will be a better place, but that doesn't negate the fact that there's things happening out there that aren't so nice. And unfortunately, one of them, I think, is that we're... uh, We're going to experience a recession. We are experiencing a recession. Well, let's talk about the Dow Jones, where to put your money and where not to put your money. You have some predictions uh, on those. Uh, I never seem to get the Dow Jones industrial average right. I always seem to be below the mark, but I think we're going to see it decline and go down to 13,000, which isn't really that far below where it is today. Uh, Really, I think that this recession, the last recessions that we've had over the last 10, 15 years or so, all seem to be recessions of stagnation where uh, we don't go into serious declines, but you know, growth slows down and the economy slows down. But for whatever reason, uh, even when we go into those recessions, it doesn't seem to hurt the stock market as much as I think it would. But I think we're going to see you know, the same sort of stagnation that we saw during the last recession. And uh, so basically the, the Dow Jones Industrial Average will kind of hover around where it is right now, maybe a little bit below that. Um, I don't think it's going to fall through the floor. Where are you going to put your money, Steve? Uh, in, in certificates of deposit, mostly. But I think there's a couple of interesting opportunities in uh, some of the big-time banks like Citigroup and, and Bank of America. Uh, they've taken some real hits in, in, uh, uh, in the price of their stock over the last couple of months. And they're paying very large dividends right now. I think you can get, you know, over 5% dividends in both Citigroup and Bank of America. And you just have to figure that, you know, if you're willing to hold on and sock away your dividends, that you're going to be rewarded in a year or two with maybe a, you know, 15, 10, 15% return. I don't think that's unreasonable. Uh, and I don't think that uh, banks as large as Citigroup or Bank of America are going to go out of business. I mean, even if they should go out of business, I don't think there's any way that the government's going to let them go out of business. It would just be too devastating. So uh, I think those are interesting plays on, uh, on stocks that you know, will pay you uh, a nice little dividend while you're waiting for the, uh, the price of the stock itself to appreciate. So well, you, did, you predicted some would go out of business, though. Not banks, but some other... Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to name some banks, too, but it was just a little bit too tricky. I didn't want to corner myself in that. Uh, we've got a lot of home builders who are uh, are really taking some hits right now, 
and uh, I just don't think all of them are going to survive, and I think we're going to see uh, some of the big ones uh, going uh, going bankrupt in 2008. I predicted uh, Beezer Homes, Hovanian, uh, Standard, Pacific, uh, Standard Pacific, I thought one of those at least would go under. We'll have to see. Uh, I know that they're taking huge hits. Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Craig, if uh, how much of your practice is developed to real estate, but we're seeing in my office uh, a lot of developers and uh, and uh, and other people with real estate holdings who are scrambling to do all sorts of workouts, workouts with lenders, workouts with buyers. Uh, things are really uh, taking a turn for the worse in real estate, and right at the uh, the front of the line of people who are going to take the biggest hits are uh, all those big developers who have made fortunes the last couple of years developing uh, residential real estate. And uh, unfortunately, nobody right now can get the type of loans or that you need to to buy. Uh, to buy real estate, and uh, the the builders of real estate, you know, they're kind of like manufacturers. When things slow down, they start dumping inventory because they're not in the business of holding inventory. They're in the business of building homes, and that's fine, but eventually the the music's going to have to stop, and, you know, money's not coming into the door because they're slashing prices. Uh, they can't uh, they can't really afford to build anything new, and and uh, their only choice is going to be to seek bankruptcy protection. So I think we're going to see some bankruptcies uh, among big home builders this year. Steve, we're, we're getting near the end of our time, and I want to have some a chance to ask Craig about his predictions for next year and uh, tell you a few of mine. But before we leave you to do that, I want to ask you uh, quickly to give us your predictions for the Oscars this year. Uh, I didn't pick the best movie this year, Uh only mostly because I didn't go to to see very many of them, but I think <laughs> I've had that problem. I think Daniel Day Lewis. I saw. Uh, I saw. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I've seen some previews of it. I think he's going to get the best Oscar for uh, the movie There Will Be Blood. And then there's a little movie called Juno that all the critics are buzzing about, and that's been getting good reviews. And I think uh, Ellen Page, who uh, was in, uh, who had a small role in the movie X Men. I think she's going to actually get the Best Actress Oscar for uh, for her lead role in Juno. Craig, I uh, I was looking back at uh, some of, or actually listening back, I guess, at some of your predictions from last year, and and uh, oh god, you, be- you also predicted that somebody at Apple would get indicted. Uh, so I, I guess you get an F on that one. I do. Uh, and and I'm not sure you predicted a, a lackluster Supreme Court term last year, and I don't know. What do you think? How do you grade yourself on that one? I don't know. I mean, it uh, it seems that most of every most every decision we get from the Supreme Court is close to being a five four decision. So, yeah. uh, I would say that that counts as lackluster. Well, uh, I, I, I'm not sure I did all that much better last year. Uh, I did predict that that uh, John Edwards would name Walter Olson of the blog Overlawyered as his running mate, and, and that hasn't happened yet. Uh, and uh, I also predicted that there would be yet another vacancy on the Supreme Court, which also never uh, happened. So uh, I guess I struck out too. But how about next year? What are, you, what are your predictions, Craig, for 2008? Well, I've got about four that I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to predict that there will be higher walls for tiger enclosures in zoos. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a safe one. <laughs> 
Um, I'm also going to go with another easy prediction and uh, predict that Barry Bonds and OJ are going to both be convicted. Uh, I will go out on a limb here, though, and say that uh, I disagree with Steve. I don't think that we're going to get into a recession. I think that uh, the beginning of the year will be tough, but the end of the year will turn around, probably uh, in the second quarter. Uh, and I, uh, Steve predicted that Apple's going to release a new tablet PC that looks like an overgrown iPod Touch, uh, and I'm hopeful that it comes out with something that's uh, really good. But I'm going to predict that there will be no device that gets introduced this year that does everything that handles music and telephone and computer and uh, wireless communication and so forth. I'm, I'm still waiting for the uh, one device that does it all, but I don't think it's going to come out this year. And that fits in yep. your pocket. Exactly right. How about you, Bob? Well, actually, one other thing I predicted last year was that Carolyn Elephant, who was our guest on our prediction show last year, would have a new book come out in 2007. And that never happened either. But I'm going to predict that it will happen in 2008 because I happen to know it's coming out in about a week or two. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I am going to uh, predict that our next president is going to be a lawyer, uh, which at least eliminates a few of the people I would rather not see as president. Um and in a slightly more serious note, I, I, I look a lot at, at the blogosphere, the legal blogosphere, and what's been happening there. And uh, I, I do believe that we're going to see a tapering in the sort of the, the growth of, of the legal blogosphere. We're not going to see uh, the large number of blogs that we saw launched over the last year or two. But I think that what we're going to see are the, the blogs that, that are out there, especially in the legal space, are going to get kind of more substantive. They're going to become broader I, I talk a lot about SCOTUS blog is what I see as a good example of how, how blogs kind of grow on a horizontal level with, with multiple authors and adding new layers of content. And I think we're going to see more of that kind of a development of blogs. Um, and I'm also predicting uh, that the entertainment industry, the music industry and the film industry is going to start to come up with a new sets of standards for licensing content and recognizing what constitutes uh, fair use and appropriate use of, of copyrighted materials. I think that the, you know, we, we did a program this year on the uh, RIAA litigation, and I think we're going to see the RIAA and other industry groups move away from this litigation approach and try and work with other interested parties to kind of develop voluntary uh, standards that will uh, allow a more realistic approach to uh, use of intellectual property in this in the emerging digital realm. So those are my predictions for 2008. Well, since you predicted Carolyn's book, I'm going to predict one other book, which also is uh, a yes. fairly easy one to predict. Uh, I predict there's going to be a book out called How to Be Sued, written by uh, one of the hosts of this program. Probably in July. Uh, which one would that be? That would be me. Well, I yeah. look forward to that. And uh, uh, I hope we are going to do a program about that at some point. I hope so, too. So. But we need to get Steve back in here. And, Steve, uh, any last-minute thoughts? And uh, our listeners would like to get your contact information, and, and especially your email address, so they can get on your, your uh, email list. Well, uh, let's start out with the easy one. Uh, I can be uh, reached at... S. L. Kaplan, K. A. P. L. A. N. at H. M. K. B. Lawyers. dot com, and 
guys, thanks for having me on again. I hope you have me on next year because this was really a blast. And uh, Happy New Year to everybody out there. Well, and Happy New Year to you, too. Thanks very much for being on the program today, and uh, I'm sure next year we will have you back for the third annual set of predictions. So, And, Bob, with that, I predict it's time that we uh, end the show. (laughs) I think you're right on that, and uh, Happy New Year again to you, and uh, look forward to another year of Lawyer to Lawyer on the Legal Talk Network. Thanks for listening to Lawyer to Lawyer with J. Craig Williams and Robert Ambrogi. We hope you'll listen again and check out our other shows on the Legal Talk Network. Lawyer to Lawyer has been sponsored by Law.com. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.